Welcome to this week's Future Toolbox podcast. We explore the Z to A of life skills, where each letter stands for a topic and essential tool to help you get ahead in life. Meet Jules and Mark, creators of the multi-award winning Future Toolbox, and enjoy their straightforward approach to creating growth mindsets that help people turn their dreams into realities. Whether you're a teen in education, a parent, a teacher, or part of a community group, start creating positive habits from today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Z2A podcast with me, Mark, and Jules from the multi-award-winning Future Toolbox. Hello there. So this is where we pick a letter and a topic and discuss how you can use our tools to improve your own personal development and life. So what is this week's letter? Oh, well, this week we have chosen the letter R for reflect. So it's all about reflective thinking all reflective thinking mm. now i used to think this meant looking in the mirror and thinking about what you look like <laughs> i don't think it means that so what what that. does reflective thinking mean <laughs> well there's a saying that i really love and it's you live your life forward but you learn it backwards and i think we've mentioned this in a previous podcast my dad told me this when I was quite young, and I didn't really understand it for quite some years. But it's absolutely true that you live your life forward and you learn it backwards. And that's what reflective thinking is all about. And it can help you with all your future planning, uh, reflective thinking can. So it's, it's a massive tool or it's a practice, really, as opposed to thinking. It's something that's worth getting into the habit of doing as regularly as you need to. So it makes you look at the bigger picture, really, and understanding the consequences of something that you maybe have just done. You may have just done a, a big project or written a new workshop or written a new book or, or done something that you've never done before. So reflective practice or thinking allows you to go over and see what you think has gone well or maybe needs improving. But one thing, really, really importantly, it's not a negative practice, is it? No, because you said the word consequences there and a lot of people associate that with a negative and think, what have I done wrong? What have I done wrong? (laughs) But it's very true. That's just reminded me of a little example of reflective thinking and consequences. So sometimes people focus on the negatives and the bad things So, for example, you mentioned a book. We had a review on Amazon that somebody, how dare they do this? They left a three-star review on Half Man, Half Marathon. Oh, no. Now, we have brilliant reviews on all of our books. And I could have sat there and got really upset about this one person's review. They didn't leave any comment to say why they'd left a three-star and not a five-star. And really, realistically, three stars isn't that bad. But it's still sounding as very middle of the road. So we could focus on the negative or we could focus on the positive. And perhaps that person just didn't like the book and that's life, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know in life you can't please everybody. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried very hard. <laughs> the whole idea of the reflective thinking is to understand what you've done, why you did it and why it's important along your journey and to use that to improve your life. It's such a positive thing. And here at the Future Toolbox, it's all about having those positive tools, isn't it, to help improve your life. And this is a great one. Yeah, so we have a little process that we've taught in some workshops on reflective thinking. And we're going to share this with our listeners now. 
Now, this is really, really simple, and it's worked for us in so many ways as well. Obviously, any tools that we share at the Future Toolbox, we use ourselves. Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we? (laughs) So we're going to ask you a few questions as listeners. Now, you might be driving or sitting on a bus or even having a nice walk in the park listening to this podcast. So it might not be possible for you to write the answers down. So if it's not, do one of two things. Either mentally think the answers through or listen to the podcast again with a bit of paper and write the answers down. Or it might be that you've never done the reflective thinking before. So these questions can help you start doing this process, can't it? Yeah. Now, you're sometimes the quiz master, so I'm going to ask you to ask the first question. Okay. It's not a quiz, really, is it? But it's not a quiz. <laughs> What's the first question we can ask? So if you're going to reflect over something that's just happened in your life, for example, teenagers, well done. Hopefully those exams are all over now. And you can reflect on that period Mm. and how well it's gone. So the first thing, what new skills or knowledge have you tried out through that process or any process? I actually have an example of what we're doing right now, which is the podcast. Podcast. (laughs) So we started the podcast in October and this is episode number 39. Crikey. Unbelievable, isn't it? (laughs) Now, when we first started that out, we had to learn the skills of, number one, how to record a podcast, number two, how to edit one, number three, how to put it online. Yeah. So there was three skills there. Now, last week's podcast was a lot easier to edit than podcast number one. So the skills and knowledge have come along immensely there on how to record and edit podcasts. Yeah, and the confidence as well, because... I know you were very keen for us as an organisation to get our heads round doing podcasts regularly and I was more nervous, not sure that we had the skills or the knowledge, which is bizarre because now that we've started doing it, it, yes, we can do it, we have the skills, we have the knowledge. What we're giving you here is all of the tools that we deliver in schools and communities and universities, colleges, it's what we do. Yes. So why did I think we couldn't do it? (laughs) I know a lot easier to prepare and plan and edit it now so there you have it we're experts in recording and editing podcasts and we're still getting better <laughs> but we're anyway, always learning we're always learning but i'm going to go to the next question so yes. what do you think you would do differently if you tried it again i love this question it's Me too. such a cool question because let's face it whenever we look back at something we always think oh man i swear i wish i'd have done x y or z It doesn't matter whether it's an exam or whether you're learning a new skill or whatever. There's always something that you would do differently if you were going to try it again. And let's face it, we've all fluffed an exam, haven't we? (laughs) Um, Just a few. (laughs) I'm going to stick a quote time in. Quote time, quote time. The definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Said by? Einstein. Albert Einstein, absolutely. If we approached our exams like we did when we were in school, doing our GCSEs, O-levels, whatever, when we were age 16, I don't think we'd do as well as if we approached them differently. So I know that if I was going to sit my exams again, do my GCSEs, number one, I'd probably revise a bit harder. Number two, I'd find a way of revising and making it a little bit more fun, which is like we do in the Future Toolbox. Yeah, making study, revision and study easy and fun. And number three, I'd probably ask my teachers for a little bit more help with the stuff that I didn't understand. And your parents and your friends. Get them on board. Yeah, get as much support as possible. 
So yeah, the second question, whenever you're doing any reflective thinking, uh, what do you think you'd do differently if you tried it again? Great, great question. Yeah. So I'm going to go on to the next one now. Go for it. What evidence is there to show you that things might change if you've done it differently? So for example, we're talking about exams because at the end of the day, you know, the exam season is just finishing and mm. everybody's breathing a massive sigh of relief. It's like, oh, it's done, it's done, it's done. But there's going to be evidence there to show that you could have possibly done things differently. And it could be just getting yourself more prepared the night before an exam. Yeah, it could well be. And this is always a good example of how you can learn from your mistakes mm. as well. Mm. Because if we go back to that quote, the definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. If you're doing something wrong and you keep making the same mistake, why would you keep doing that process over and over again? That's a brilliant, brilliant example, isn't it? Now, a personal example of this one was when I worked in full-time employment and I used to get told by my boss all the time to write things down and make a to-do list. Nah, I don't need to, I don't need to write things down. I have, a, I have a brain, I have a memory, I can do that. And it's really weird because I used to forget things. And then I remember thinking, if I do something different and start writing it down, and by making that simple to-do list help me to become more organised, but my definition of madness was not writing stuff down <laughs> and expecting to remember it all. It's a really simple thing, really, isn't it? It's a isn't really, it? really simple thing. That's what we're saying here, this whole reflective thinking. It's about that learning journey, that learning process, and looking at it and thinking, actually, if I could just change that, do a simple little thing, like writing something down. How different that's made your life now. Yeah, I just do it without thinking now, without habit. I've got a list in front of me here of things to talk about this podcast <laughs> because we're master podcasts, recorders yes, and editors. Yes. <laughs> so the next question that we would use if we were doing some reflective thinking is, what are you most proudest of in the work that you've completed and why are you proud of it so again just looking at the exams now obviously you haven't got your exam results yet so you don't know how well that you've done but what you have been doing is you've been working towards those and created processes to enable you to take these exams so what's the proudest thing that you've done and why do you know what? I'm going to chuck some in here. On. We've been talking now for over 10 minutes and we oh, haven't wow. mentioned a pretty amazing achievement at Future Toolbox. So last week at the Family Business Awards, we won the award for the business to watch. One to watch for the yes. future. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and thank you to our amazing Sally, who went along to the awards and picked up the award for us. But that, again, is a proud moment mm -hmm. because in 2018 and 19. 20 and 21, we were named the best enterprise in business in Northamptonshire. In 2022, we won the Alex Richardson Headway Award. So in 2023, we've won an award. So for the last five years, Future Toolbox has won an award. And I'm going to say that I am pretty well, proud of that. I think you are too. Absolutely. It's wonderful to have that recognition of the work that you've done, isn't it? You're proud of it. And to have somebody else give you that recognition it's just incredible absolutely incredible so yeah thank you very much yeah wonderful feeling but just going back to teenagers with their exams they may be sitting there at the moment thinking this is really really tough because i haven't got the results no. yet but you can still feel the pride if you've given it your best shot yes that's something that we really really yes. put into smart in your study is to work as hard as you absolutely can on something give it your best shot if you can look yourself in the mirror and say i did my best that's brilliant if you didn't do your best, 
look yourself in the mirror and say, right, what am I going to change next time? That encompasses all those questions. It does. And the next question is really about that. So what are you least proud of in the work that you've completed and why? And this one, although it's saying you're the least proud, it still isn't a negative thing because there will be something that you think, oh, like Mark just said, I wish I'd have done that different or I could have put a bit more effort into that. And so it's good to look at things that didn't go as well as it could have done and actually hold your hand up a little bit and say, that was my fault, I cannot blame anybody else. Yeah, I have an example of this for when I was freelancing and I made some mistakes. Now, these were linked into brain injury where I couldn't get some information into my mind and this was all surrounding fatigue. So this affected some clients that I was working with at the time and they gave a negative review, I suppose, so to speak. So this wasn't so good. So at that time, I had to go back and think about why was these mistakes being made? And it was down to fatigue and memory, which affected my organisation. So I wasn't very proud of that moment. But then I put into the reflective thinking of what can I do to actually make this better? And to make it better was to start looking at things that were causing the fatigue in the first place. And then secondly, look at ways how we could work together in order to push things forward and start winning business awards. (laughs) So as you can always see, it's a little bit like we were talking about the the negative three-star review and focusing on that. How can you turn it into a positive? Maybe you could try something again. Maybe you could try a different tool or a technique. Actually, that's just reminded me of something. I remember quite a few years ago, I went on a training course where I was trained to be an observation of teaching and learning. So within school environments or whatever, I would observe the person delivering the course and then have to give them some feedback. Now, sometimes you would have to give feedback that wasn't good. So learning how to do that constructively is really difficult. That's a great tool to have. And when if you think about it, whenever you go on any form of training course, particularly something like, for example, that we would put on, we ask the students or the people attending to fill out a feedback form, don't we? Yeah. And quite often you get them and you think, oh, another feedback form. Why do we always have to do this? But guys, if you ever get given one of those, please, please, please put on there everything that you think about, about what the course or the training that you've just been delivered Because us as facilitators, that's how we do our future planning to make sure that we can deliver what we're trying to teach to the best that you guys want, isn't it? Yeah, so could you go on Amazon and give us a (laughs) five-star review on on our books? Or could you hit the link below our podcast on Spotify or iTunes or whatever and and say, this is a fantastic podcast? This is it. Yeah, because we like good reviews. (laughs) We do like good reviews. So yeah, reflecting comes in all sorts of different guises, doesn't it? So yeah. from giving feedback to, like you say, reflecting on things that you've done. I mean, it might be that you, you have to give that feedback to somebody else and it might be somebody that you work with, that you have a good relationship, but you're actually having to say, that wasn't very good, but say it in such a good way that they can take something really positive from it. So yeah, reflective thinking is a positive thing and helps you really plan your future. That's going to bring me to a sandwich now. Would you like a sandwich? I'm getting a bit hungry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A a feedback sandwich is a good way of doing this. And you can do this yourself or you can use it when you're giving somebody else feedback. So the feedback sandwich is, I'm going to chuck some more questions here, but they're really simple. What did you do well? What could you have done better? 
what was the best thing you'd done. And then you sandwiched the improvement between two goods. So what did you do well? What could you do better? What was the best thing you'd done? Brilliant. So that's a very, very quick one, isn't it? Yes. Now, when you do your reflective thinking, obviously you're going to reflect on past projects, experiences, maybe something that you're currently doing um, and what you've learned and how you've learned it and how you're going to put that into your practice going forward. But when do you reflect? When do you do your reflective thinking? Do you do it at the end of every day? Do you do it at the end of every week, every month? What's your thoughts? I always think it's really key to look at each thing individually. So, for example, if we are running a workshop in a school, we'd probably reflect at the end of the workshop. If we have planned out a week, I'd probably reflect at the end of the week and say, what did we do really well this week? What can we do next week? Likewise, you can take that to months or years. If you've got a particular thing like you've just done your exams, then you reflect at the end of each exam. Maybe you reflect at the end of each week's worth of exams and think, what am I going to do differently next time? But I'm going to throw this one at you because you're a big fan of journaling. I am. (laughs) I think journaling is brilliant. And it's one of those things that you could do at the end of every day and just sit there and reflect before you go to sleep or whilst it's part of your sort of getting ready to go to sleep routine of just reflecting over the day and just those little questions. And like you just said about the sandwich one, what, what went well today? What did you do that went really well? What could you improve? And what was the best thing of the day? And if the last thing that you think about before you go to sleep is what was the best thing that happened today? You are going to go to sleep in such a positive mood, aren't you? Your thoughts is going to be so good so that you'll wake up the next morning and you'll still have those positive thoughts in your head. Sounds good to me, that. That sounds absolutely brilliant. Now, the thing I always love about reflective thinking is a summary. So should we just do a quick summary of these questions again? Yes. Yeah. So the first question was, what new skills or knowledge have you tried out? We use the example of when we tried out the podcast Mm -hmm. and we had to learn new skills of recording, editing and posting a podcast. What was the next question? What do you think you would do differently if you tried it again. Okay, Uh, this has got to be my favourite one. So this is a real reflective question. What would you do differently if you tried it again? Learn from those mistakes. Live your life forward and learn it backwards. Definition of madness. (laughs) (laughs) So once you've done that, the next one to think to yourself is what evidence is there to show that things might change if you did it differently? Now, I've got a really good example of this. I remember a few years ago, a family member went to a restaurant and didn't have the greatest service there. And they said, right, I'm never going back to that restaurant again. <laughs> we Ever. all do that. <laughs> now, the restaurant, since changed ownership, was refurbished, done up, new staff came in, new owners came in. And that family member said, I'm never going there again because five years ago I had a really bad service. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes it's about finding the evidence and trying new things and thinking, let's try something different instead of being that person who just does the same thing over and over again and expects different results. Absolutely. The next one was looking at what are you proudest of in the work that you've completed and why? Woohoo, award winners, multi-award winners, five years in a row. (laughs) We're very proud of that. So yeah, be proud of everything you've achieved. Winning an award is quite a big thing. But sometimes it's that little, small, seemingly insignificant achievement. And a few weeks ago, we talked about going paddleboarding in the wind and not falling off the paddleboard. (laughs) Do you know what? It wouldn't have mattered if we'd fallen off of it. 
but it's sometimes celebrating those little wins. It's celebrating those small wins and doing your dance. Doing the dance doing like the nobody's dance. watching. And the last one is what are you least proud of in the work that you've completed and again why? And again this might be a harder one to look at because you're going to be saying something that you didn't do as well as you wanted but that's the whole reason why you do the reflective thinking isn't it so that you can make those small improvements that might be needed for the next time yeah and feel free to change the order of the questions because if you don't want to finish on the negative one put that one in the middle of somewhere and give yourself a feedback sandwich that's it so there's kind of like a, a reflective circle isn't there so it starts with the experience then you do the reflection and then from reflecting you can then plan how you would do it differently or better the next time So you have like a little circle that you follow. It's so cool. I love that. I like circles. So that is a little wrap and it's time to go off and reflect on how well we think this podcast has gone, (laughs) what we think we could have done better and what was the best thing we did. Uh, You can find out more on our website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk. You can also find us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. TikTok. We're also on YouTube, so subscribe to our YouTube channel. And you can find us on LinkedIn because we are everywhere. And we look forward to (laughs) catching you all again next week. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. Thank you for joining us for the Z2A of Life Skills with Jules and Mark of the Future Toolbox. Don't forget to head over to their website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk, where you can find lots of free resources, plus a host of books in the store, as well as subscribing to the membership site. Follow Future Toolbox Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Future Toolbox, and subscribe to their YouTube channel too.